0: All right, cash the Ticket back with you, sort of, kind of, maybe. Uh, Jim Costa and his smart not here, in bed vomiting. He's sick, but that's okay. The show rolls on. Uh, we are going to do bowl batches, and this is part one. And never in my life did I believe the words would leave my mouth. Hey, everybody, are you excited to watch the... Postery Bowl. But here we are. It's a part of our bowl preview series. Now, we will give you our final card, and we're going to give you our picks. I'm going to give you where I'm at with these games now. But before I do that, this is the critical part of this. Will you please drop a five-star review? This is how we keep the show free. This is what allows us to play the algorithmic game. Five-star review. I don't care what you say. Say whatever you like. Drop a five-star review. Uh, If you're on the YouTube, hit the thumbs up. Subscribe there. Why? Because it helps us, and it costs you nothing. Just do me a solid. Two, I want to give you the guide on how to do this. You're going to hear me say time of taping a lot. Why is that? Because none of us have any handle on college football right now as it relates to the transfer portal. It's chaos. I know at time of taping who is portaled and who is not. But before you bet your hard-earned money, I don't care if it's a dollar. Double check. Double check what I've said to you. Double check nothing's changed. Take the time to do it. Second of all, I would not bet until kickoff of any of these games. Why? Last year, as an example, I placed a bet on Alabama-Birmingham, UAB. They had a running back I really liked. I think it was like Ronald McBride. He ended up getting drafted by the Vikings, but got cut. The point is, He was supposed to play. He was going to show out in the bowl game, improve his draft stock, the whole bit. Cutscene McBride's not playing five minutes before kick. So just be careful. It's important. The other thing you're going to hear me say we're going to rate out who's more motivated to be here. Now, some of this is, well, a lot of it is inexact science. But I want you to think about this. Not all bowls are created equal. Not all teams in bowls are created equal as far as who's excited to actually be there. Some of these teams, like we're gonna talk about a UCLA game later. You know, is UCLA really excited? They didn't even get a trip out of it. They're going down the the 405 to, to SoFi. So you have to grade out who wants to be here today. College football's in a very strange place. Bowl games used to matter. Everybody played, everybody showed out, You never heard about Peyton Manning opting out. You never heard about Drew Brees opting out. Now, the opt-outs are, if you're not in a playoff game, all bets are off. The bowl system's broken. And point number three, and you're not going to like this one, I need you to decrease what you're betting. I just don't think it's good business betting the same thing as you bet on Michigan, Ohio State, uh, on New Mexico and Fresno State in a bowl game. Now, if you choose to, that's on you, okay? I'm not your mommy, I'm not your daddy. But in these games, with the level of variance, with the portal, with motivation angles, I don't see in these lesser bowl games how you could justify betting a full unit on any of this. Now, if you're telling me, Mike, I really don't care, I'm betting five bucks and I'm Al Bundy, I got a hand in my pants and a hand on a slice of pizza, God bless, do whatever the fuck you want. But if you're going to bet some money on this and really get a sweat going and this is your, your, hey, I warned you, be very careful, okay? So with that, let's begin the bowl preview. I take it to the board, brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Make every moment more. All lines are from FanDuel, time of taping. I'm here with you on a Tuesday. Uh, Doing this a day or two in advance of a Thursday release for you because I'm on an airplane and in meetings all week. I'm going to rip my hair out, let's party. Um, New York at Christmas will make you rip your hair out, if you you know you know. Let's start out, this is key. We're starting out with a game that I drafted. And I'm kind of embarrassed. What's the name of the, this is the New Mexico Bowl. I drafted this. New Mexico State, laying three and a half against Fresno. This is December 16th at the traditional kickoff time of 5.45 in the afternoon.
1: cash C-A-S-H for $20 off download the Game Time app today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed hey I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of the Farmer's Dog we make fresh food for dogs we started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog Jada when she stopped eating ultra processed kibble and started eating fresh whole food the Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy it's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs it's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites.
0: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I drafted it for a reason. I don't know if there'll be a more motivated team in the entire bowl season than New Mexico State. First of all, they haven't won 10 games since Roosevelt was in office. Second of all, Jerry Kill, the redemption story, New Mexico State is really, it's all vibes. Now, they lost to Liberty in the conference title game. They didn't embarrass themselves, played well, but Diego Pavia, their star quarterback, got hurt. Well, time of taping now. All I can offer you is Jerry Kill said he is expected back for the bowl game. No concern uh, after injuring his shoulder. This is a kid, 32 touchdowns, 3,000 yards. I've watched a couple of their games. He's dynamic in an odd way. He's a quarterback that's built like a fire hydrant, but I've seen him you know, on a 50-yard rollout touchdown run. He just chucks the ball, but it works for them. Uh, Pavia is the difference maker. If there are any reports leading up to this game that Pavia is not playing or is limited, I can just encourage you not to bet. Here's the bad. Trey Hudson, their number two wide receiver, Uh, he's one of eight players to hit the portal. It matters. You know, when you're missing guys, you're asking people to come in and play who haven't played. Now, for Fresno, talk about a weird situation. First of all, is Fresno excited to be at the New Mexico Bowl? Probably not. Also at time of taping, Jeff Tedford, the head coach, has left the team for health reasons unspecified. Then you got to factor in the situation with their starting quarterback, Mikey Keene, totally up in the air. He's been banged up all year, multitude of injuries, concussions. I I don't know what the deal with Mikey Keene is. I can just tell you if Keene doesn't play, the backup stinks. Stinks. It's either Pife or Fife or it stinks. So who's got the motivation edge? New Mexico State. Who's got the quarterback who's going to play? And who's the better quarterback? Well, Pavia, no doubt. First 10 win years since Roosevelt's in office. They win 11 games. they lose their mind, And don't forget, this is a team that went to Jordan Air Stadium. Look ahead, spot albeit Beat Auburn. Blew their doors off. I like the Aggies laying in three and a half. I think they're kind of begging you to take Fresno. But be careful. Wait till kickoff. Get, get facts. Know that Pavia's playing. Know what Mikey Keene or Jeff Tedford's status is. And then, yeah, Aggie up. I think Aggies minus three and a half is the way to go there. People, I know we all grew up watching this game. It's very exciting. It's the LA Bowl, hosted by Rob Gronkowski. No, seriously, that's what I'm told the name of this game is. The LA Bowl, hosted by Gronk. UCLA laying two and a half to Boise State, December 16th, 7.30. So let's run down the same particulars. Does UCLA want to be here? Let me check my notes. No. Lost three of their last four. At one point, they were looking like a Pac-12 contender. You lose three of the last four. You score 10 points or less in the three losses. Uh, This is a major flight risk. And what I mean is, is this a team that just lays down and goes, fuck this. I mean, we we were promised a trip. All we did was sit in traffic. Then there's Chip Kelly. Reports he was going to be fired, unrest in the locker room, uh, marquee transfer, Dante Moore out. Now, it doesn't really hurt the quarterback spot because I think Kel Garbers is probably the best option they have. It gives them a little bit of stability. Um, but this is all about UCLA's defense. If, if their defense shows up, I don't think Boise's going to move the ball. But how do I guarantee they show up? I can't. But with Boise, an anemic passing offense has now been neutered to another degree. Uh, what is it, Eric McAllister whatever his name is, he's their best receiver. He hit the portal. Um, so now you have a team that's going to be totally one-dimensional. Uh, I don't know what the status of Ashton Genty will be if he plays. Yeah, they're star running back. If he plays, you can consider Boise. But here's the thing. I can risk the motivation edge to a point based on this is such a grotesque mish- mismatch of UCLA's defense against Boise. If you don't have duality, you're not going to move the ball on the Bruins. So as I sit here now, this would be a UCLA play for me. But I would wait. I want to get all the information I can. I think Garbers can provide that floor. We're not going to do this three-quarterback rotation. Dante Moore is not going to mysteriously come in and throw a pick six. I think he had four of them. You get some stability there. You get a Boise team that I think, again, step up, major step up from the Mountain West to a legitimate Pac-12 team. Maybe the month off does him right. Uh, it would be a tepid pick of UCLA here. Be careful on this. Wait and see. But if Ashton Gentry uh, disappears, portals, uh, doesn't play, ops. Uh, Ashton Genty is the best group of five running back in America. And right now, Ashton Genty would start for Alabama. That's how good I think he is. Fabulous player, but the Bruin defense, fucking nasty. Bruins defense is nasty. If they're remotely motivated and you don't have a passing game, ah, you're going to have a long day at the office. Um, Let's go to the Independence Bowl. It's a sad football game. That's all I can tell you. December 16th, 9.15 at night. So Texas Tech was really one of the most disappointing teams in America. Preseason, we sat here, we talked about it maybe a sleeper in the Big 12. People were looking for another TCU. Joey McGuire's a really good coach. They had a really bad year. Now, quarterback injuries were a part of it. Tyler Shuck was banged up. Baron Morton got banged up. But Morton is healthy. And when he plays and healthy, they win. They do. But Tech has a really good running game. Bowling ball of a running back. If Morton's right... That's a good start. Now, who you're playing is also the other indicator for me. Cal finished with what I think is a bit of a dressed-up record. Yeah, they won their last three games. Oh, they beat Washington State, who was DOA. They beat Stanford, who's atrocious. And their offense is offensive. They want to hand it to Jay Knott 50 times. It'd be at 1,300 yards. And you go, well, how can the offense be bad? Have you looked at Fernando Mendoza? freshman quarterback who stinks, stinks. So now you're going to go one-dimensional against Tech. Tech will load the box. You're not going to throw it. What's Cal's defense? Well, Wilcox is the defensive coach. Yeah, that's great. His defense is horrible. This is the worst Cal defense maybe of my lifetime, specifically the secondary. So Tech, run the ball. But man, if Cal loads up to stop the run, and that secondary is as bad as it is, and boy is it, I know the Pac-12, lots of great QBs. Maybe the numbers are inflated. I kind of lean tech here, but let's think about this. Tech's gonna want to run it. Cal's gonna wanna run it. You wonder, you just wonder. Cal had one weird game where they got in a shootout with Oregon State. It was out of nowhere. Like Oregon State won 50 to 42. I actually think. The under is an interesting play here. Because motivationally speaking, I'm not sure either team's that fired up to be here. You probably give a small nod to Cal, but I'm not betting on Fernando Mendoza. I actually lean under 58 and a half. Tech gets up, tech runs the ball. Let's get the hell out of Dodge. We got prize bags for everybody. Here's some new AirPods. For me, the lean would be under 58 and a half. There's no major advantage on sides. I like Tech. I like Joey McGuire. Baron Morton, I know the numbers. I think they're 4-1 when he plays and he's healthy. But big yikes. That's a team that started the year with, with hey, we're going we're gonna to contend for the Big 12. You're in the Independence Bowl. We're in Shreveport, Louisiana. Yikes. Uh, I'd lean under 58 and a half there. And people, we, we finish with the granddaddy of them all. Nothing says college football greatness like Monday, December eighteenth at two thirty in the afternoon. You're known as watching Judge Judy, and you have to look your grandmother in the eye and say, "Nona, this has been fun playing gin rummy with you, but I've got a fat bet on the famous Toastery Bowl." So what you're getting is Old Dominion laying two and a half against Western Kentucky. I mean, this is truly a colossal battle of two proud programs. In a cathedral of college football Let me check my notes Nope, just kidding It's a high school stadium that's a temporary one Because the Bahama Bowl stadium is getting renovated This is what we've arrived at All right, so Western Kentucky They were supposed to be awesome And you know they're kind of a pet program for me I love their offense They they brought back Austin Reed Who's a stud quarterback in the G5 Yeah, they didn't have a good year they were supposed to contend with Liberty to win this conference. Uh, you're in the toastery bowl. Uh, they do sport a top 20 passing offense. Then you look at Old Dominion. Can't run it. Awful on third down. They they shouldn't even be here. The comeback they had against Georgia State, they had like two minutes to go. They kick a field goal to cut the lead down to, what was it, cut it to like, they were down 10. Then they they, they cut it to seven. Then Georgia State snaps the ball over to punter's head for a safety. Then they get the ball score a touchdown. I mean, it was ridiculous. But here's the thing I can't figure out. When you look at this game, I can't figure out realistically, why is Old Dominion favored here? What like, what am I missing here in all of this? And that's part of the reason I don't want to partake in it. Look, I've offered you picks leans. I've given you stuff this episode. I don't have to pick every bowl game. And this is one I can't figure out. The line makes no sense. I've tried to gather all the information I can about Western Kentucky. If you were telling me Austin Reed wasn't playing, but Old Dominion is a favorite, Western Kentucky with that offense against what looks to be a very down year for ODU on the defensive side of the ball, plus they don't have an offense that can pace with this team. Guys, something doesn't add up to me. It really doesn't. Book doesn't give you discounts. I can't take Western Kentucky. I want nothing to do with ODU. And motivationally, I don't think either team's pumped up. They're going to show up. They're going to go, wait a minute, we're playing at a local park. This is our postseason. Also, what is famous and what's toastery? What is toastery? The act of putting bread into a toaster? Is it toasting champagne? What, what, Evan, what is toastery? Seriously. Yeah. Tell, I want to hear this. What do you got for me, Tito? It's a restaurant. Toastery. And it seems like it's breakfast all day. All right, so hold on. I'm being told by Evan now, Famous Toastery is a restaurant. Well, there's one problem. I think there's only two locations. Yeah, there's not many. One's in Ashburn, Virginia, and one's in Roanoke. How the hell does a breakfast all day restaurant that only has two locations sponsor a bowl? I know the answer. Because they couldn't get anyone else to sponsor it. So this bowl is basically brought to you by omelets. Guys, I can't do it. This might be the worst bowl game of the 40 bowl games that are out there. This is this might be top of the charts. Throw in a weird spread. Throw in that I'll be working and it's 2.30 in the afternoon. I am begging you. I am begging you not to bet this game. I only included it because I have responsibilities to this podcast that I am going to do every game. This is one of the few games I will tell you I wouldn't wager your money on it. Literally, hand us money. I won't bet this game. So here's your recap. This is what I would lean. This is what I'm thinking with these games. New Mexico State minus three and a half. We could take a small risk on UCLA and under 58.5 Texas Tech and Cal. Famous toastery bowl. I'll take the omelet, maybe a little turkey sausage on the side, plain toast. I don't need all the butter and a lovely black coffee. Maybe a stevia if you have it. That's it. That's the episode. Cash the ticket. Lots more coming. We're going to preview every game. We'll have picks for most of them. Hopefully, Jim is going to stop puking his brains out and be able to record here this week. Lots left to do. We'll talk to you tomorrow.